fans, Justin here, and with me as always is my podcasting partner, Paul. I don't have corona yet. Are you sure? <laughs> no. Okay, cool. Nobody and does. Well, welcome to this episode of Fanning the Flames, your OG Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys by the fans. That is us. As always, intro and outro music is provided by Park and Main. Check them out over at parkandmainband.com. And you can find Fanning the Flames on brightsidethesun.com and all of your podcasting platforms. Thank you, Paul. I didn't read that either. I just did it off memory. It took me four years, but I finally remembered how to say that shit. (laughs) So this week, we've been gone for a while. In case you haven't noticed, probably not. But Dave King, our illustrious leader on brightsidethesun.com, said, Hey, Paul, Justin, why don't you guys stop slacking? Coronavirus is no excuse for not doing a podcast, so get your asses back out there. <laughs> About we, I need those pennies. I need those pennies for those downloads. So get out there and do it. So, Mr. Dave King, after an hour and a half of prep, is with us. You got to yeah, get the it was, this was hardcore prep. Experience. To get the full fan, fan of the Flames experience. I can't even speak anymore because we've been talking so long. You're welcome. See? See? That's, that's how we roll. It's and... In addition to Dave, we have with us the man who puts F.U. in fun. That's correct. The host of a podcast that he'll tell you the name of in just a moment. Also on Bright Side of Justin forgot. Also on <laughs> the Bright Side of the Sun podcasting network, John Voida. Excellent. Well, welcome. Thank you very much for, for having me. That's uh, the Sun's Jam Session is the name of our new podcast. Oh, why the fuck are you talking like this? You like that radio voice? I thought I'd try it out, you know. We have a new podcast. We uh we were the Suns Report and we did that for about two months. And you know what? I just kind of got tired of saying the Suns Report, you know. It just kind of doesn't really reflect Matthew's and I's podcast. So we went with Suns Jam, John and Matthew podcast or session. So the Suns Jam session which is also on the Bright Side of the Sun podcast network. So make sure you press subscribe below wherever you're getting your podcast right now. Do us all a favor. And if you do subscribe, I won't talk like an idiot. But if you I don't, will. you will. <laughs> if you can we, don't. Can we, hey, can we, point out that, can we point out that he's so used to hosting his podcast, he welcomed us to the podcast? Did you guys hear that? You guys catch yeah. that? <laughs> See, I'm Justin. And, and that's Paul. And what's funny is Matthew's middle name is Paul. So, I mean, it's just, it's just like synergy. It's just going to work. I think I, we're oh, out, man. Now, now, alone. now, yeah, now hold on. My mind's in a pretzel. I got to take a second here. Well, while you do that, I'm going to do something that I always do on the sun jam session. And that's oh, pop an ice cold teeth cracking cold brewski. Cause you can't talk sons unless you have a beer in your hand. Am I right? See, for a long you time, do something about the I thought that was just a, I thought that was just a sound prop. But no, you're actually cracking a beer. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's it's a scientific fact that being a Suns fan drives you to alcoholism. Absolutely, without a doubt. Well, let's talk about the origin of these of the of, of our of our um, insanity. Okay? Now James being the host. Yeah, <laughs> well, not only here. three hosts. Wait, so not pod. only welcome to are welcome we, to welcome to the solar we representing panel. This welcome to the solar panel. Yeah, uh, are we representing three different Suns podcasts? For a team that hasn't been in the playoffs for 10 years, we're still current, current three sons podcasts. They haven't been in the playoffs in 10 years. And worse yet, the NBA as a league was completely shut down more than a month ago. And we're still podcasting about this. Well, it's the only way we can talk to people that are our own families. I'm sorry, what'd you you say? I I took the role of the solar panel host and left the room for a couple minutes. (laughs) Oh, Love you, you Tim. You change your glasses. <laughs> I did. I did. Wait, has Tim actually left the room and changed glasses before? Does well, see, usually we don't know that Tim left the room because Espo just talks incessantly nonstop <laughs> in his drawl. And nobody even knows that Tim leaves the room sometimes because he hasn't stopped talking yet. <laughs> Unless you're watching hey, live on YouTube. Hey, John, Unless you're watching you have, live on you YouTube, have anything horrible to say about uh, Matt while we're here? Um, because Matthew is a beautiful human being who cares ever so deeply about the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> God knows why. Not deep enough to get on this. <laughs> yeah. well, he old, probably could now. He's you know, the the problem is I forgot to invite him. It was all my fault. The only <laughs> thing is I, I do have a lot of editing. Because your own show using a lot. 
Hey, you guys are doing a good job doing that whole thing where I said, just keep talking so you don't get cut off by somebody else. Okay, I'm going to do something here. Ready? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to moderate this. I'm going to, I'm going to, you're going to point at people. I'm going to put a order of who's allowed to talk on this. Are we timed? Is this like the Democratic National? Paul is not about to talk. I'm going to say, John, just because he's the new guy, I don't want to be mean to the new guy, Dave. No offense. I love you. Dave and then Paul. If you want to hang up now, just go ahead. John always goes first? No, yeah, not last. always. I'm just saying, if somebody else is talking... You let me talk? Over. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate okay, it. I take it back now, because Dave just gave me this look. <laughs> Dave, then John, then Paul. Dave's taking your share of the ad revenue this month. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to buy me a taco. How the hell am I going to feed my kids? Ooh, uh, you <laughs> didn't even pay the delivery tacos. charge on Postmates with your ad revenue. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> so, okay, hey, are we done being so mean to each other? No, I think no, not at all. Mean. Okay, but let's talk. Let's, let's talk sons, and then interweave being mean to each other within it. Well, question for you: Can I, can I tell my kids to shut up really quick, though? That's yeah, go ahead. Thing to do. Ooh. Hey, why? Now you go tell them I was just kidding. Um, go ahead, John. Go ahead, John. Well, I mean, you said mean to each other. I mean, aren't we mean to ourselves? Kind of to Dave's point to open it up. We love a team that doesn't love us back. Right. They've been shitty for a decade. We hope that the, the ship has been righted, but has it? But every year we hope the ship is righted. Yes. Every year we yeah. talk ourselves into a righted ship. But and the then the it ship just lists over righted. again. Isn't the ship getting righted? We say that every year. Maybe it's not a ship. Well, I mean, when when Espo asked on Twitter today... Wait, wait. If it's not a ship, does that change things? Yeah, it's like a Ford fucking Taurus, okay? <laughs> Welcome to the sun. <laughs> when, when Espo asked on Twitter today what people missed about the Suns in the NBA season, and I responded with existential depression, I was only half joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, here's the greatest thing about this is the... The Suns have the fewest losses in April that they've had in franchise history. Ooh. Stat guy for the win. They also have the, the fewest stat wins. Guy. That's it. <laughs> Do they have the fewest wins? Are we sure about that, Paul? No. No, yeah. we're not. Does this include lockout? No, I remember. You know what was so fun about the Earl Watson era? What was his so head, fun is that height? they managed at least twice, if not three times, to get their first one of the month on the last game of the month, almost going over a month. And the franchise has yet to go over a month, but Earl Watson's sons almost did it three different times. <laughs> God, he was such a bad coach. What do you mean? He's, he's totally doing well now coach. Oh, never mind. It's not coaching <laughs> anyway. Uh, but who leaves Phoenix and does great. Nobody. Am I right? I mean, Sean Marion, Mike D'Antoni. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean Marion, what? Yeah, that's right. Sean Marion wins a championship. Yeah. Well, a bunch of role players leave and do do fine. Alex yeah. Len. Alex. Wah, wah, wah. Stonehand. Every team loves Alex Len for two months. Yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. great point. I feel like a lot of his opponents have loved him for much longer. Right. Exactly. It's a two-month honeymoon with his own team. And then a, a career-long honeymoon for everybody else. Yeah. So let me, let me, let me do that. Uh, go ahead, John. Oh, I got a question for you. Hold on. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, okay, thank you. I'm used to asking <laughs> questions, so here's one for you. If you could go back, which draft pick would you want back? The Alex Len pick or the Josh Jackson pick? Josh Jackson. Okay. Yeah, right? I, I, I wanted Darren Fox. Me too. I wanted Lonzo Ball, but we dropped because uh, – I didn't want Lonzo Ball. I, wanted I, see, Lonzo I, did. I did not want the Ball family at all. Yeah. No balls I, at I all. I think Lonzo Ball no now because his dad is at all been put in his or you know his dad has faded out. The whole family yeah. has cut him out. Yeah, no, it's fine now. But at the time, that was that was not something I wanted to deal with because the Suns did not have the infrastructure or maturity to deal with. Can you imagine? Ryan McDonough would not have handled that well. Oh, Sarver what? too. Right. Sarver wouldn't have. Ryan McDonough wouldn't have. Or Watson wouldn't have. I feel, no like, Sarver, have I, I feel like Sarver might have. I think I feel like he might have just murdered LeVar Ball and <laughs> that would be the end of it. Well, I remember the first game that Lonzo Ball came to Phoenix in his rookie year. Lonzo or uh, Le- LeVar had a box sweet center court. The spotlight was on him. 
And it was the the Lamar the what, what's his name? Lamar? Lamello? Lavar? Which oh, one are you talking about? The dad. Lavar. Lavar. God, I'm glad I don't remember his name because it would be really annoying if I did. But he, I mean, the sh- it was all his show. So, so he, he had great talent. Lonzo did. But yeah, the ball baggage, which is hysterical to say three Look, times. Here's the thing, ball baggage. Yeah, the ball bag. Um, ball sacks. The ball sack. Um, so what's sad is that the ball family was raised on basketball, right? Like totally immersed in basketball. And yet none of those kids know how to shoot a basketball. <laughs> How is that the thing you can't do at all? Well, well, to be fair, didn't didn't uh, wasn't Lonzo's uh, three point percentage pretty up this year? Yeah. This year, yeah, he's figured out how not to c- carry the ball well, across no, his body the whole time. Lamelo can shoot. He just is is a chucker. He doesn't. He's not efficient. He doesn't have a good. He doesn't have a good release either. I mean, I don't, I don't understand how you don't get your kids to have perfect releases if your whole existence. Well, because he was their coach. He didn't let the other people coach them. He was their coach. Well, you know what? I think I could have coached them a better release on their shot. You hear it here first, folks. Dave I King, think Justin could have coached them a better release on their shot. Your Molly could give the coach a better release in their shot. Justin. That's, that's 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 my six-year-old's name, by the way. In case <laughs> in case people listening don't know that, which I hope they don't, because that would be. All the weird, fans are going weird yep, for all go. of us. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a whole different problem if you do. But yeah, um, I, okay. I wanted Jaron Fox that draft. I wanted him from the beginning. I particularly after he like schooled Lonzo in the in the tournament and just he just I like the way he played. I like that energy. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. I wanted Josh Jackson in that draft. So did Justin. Oh, I wanted, I wanted Josh, Josh Jackson from Josh, like that summer. Before. I wanted the Josh Jackson that was supposed to be not the Josh Jackson we got. And he was yeah. the best fit next to Devin Booker of everybody at the top of the draft. Cause Jason Tatum was not supposed to be a good defensive player. Um, Lonzo ball was just a train wreck waiting to happen. It just, it was Josh Jackson. He was clearly there. Now Darren Fox would have been great too. I, I would not have, he was my second. I, I'm pretty sure he was second on my list of, of perfect fits. Um, but man, obviously we're wrong. I was wrong. Dead wrong. Yeah. See, I was big on Fox for a couple different reasons. TJ Warren was playing well. So next to Booker, you had TJ Warren who was, he, again, he's not like that pairing. I didn't like that pairing at all. Well, he, he, he couldn't shoot anything inside the, or outside the three point line. And the the way the NBA is, either of them tried on defense, they give up 150 points a game. But then you have De'Aaron Fox, who's also a Kentucky kid. So him next to Booker, you have that UK, you know, love that so many fans. That's a lot of reasons we have Suns fans is because they're, we, we have a big uh, Kentucky Wildcat following. <laughs> Wildcat following period. I mean, U of A too. I mean, so, mm. but I thought that would have been a great fit. And I just, I, more than Josh Jackson being drafted by the Suns, I was just pissed we had the fourth pick. You know, when Alex Len and we got, I think it was the fifth pick, I wasn't as upset because that's where we should have fallen. But we fell out of the second pick and ended up with the fourth pick. Magic Johnson at the time was the GM over in LA and he's smiling on T on ESPN, knowing that he's got what the second pick and you know, just another I think the the running theme of the Phoenix Suns franchise is we just get screwed over and over again. Coin flips, uh David you know, Stearns. David Stearns, John Patrick, you know, Richard Dumas, substance abuse issues. I mean, it's just as you go back and you look at the history of the Suns, which is something here's that shameless plug coming at you. Something that we're doing on the Suns jam session is we're going back week by every week. We're going to put out a podcast about a different Suns team. And you go back and you look at the different teams and you're like, oh, here's how we got screwed that year. How do you, and you know, yeah, even even the not highly publicized ones had years where you end up getting screwed. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, locker room descent, you have the Morris twins on your team. I mean, that right there is depressing. Go sons, Uh, baby. Timeline of (laughs) self-destruction. Yeah. You know, I, I, and, and I'll join Dave and fessing up and saying, and it's not a secret. I loved Josh Jackson. Like I was huge on Josh Jackson and the whole lack of shooting thing, I think was overblown coming out of college. And I still, I'm not going to lie. I still think we look at it this way, which one of those guys is more likely to come back. And at the end of the day, you sit there and go, shit, why do we let that guy go between Len and Jackson? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's, I think I, I, I no, 
you think it, we'd be really? I am never going to miss Josh Jackson. Never. If 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 Josh Jackson didn't have his off court problems, I mean, at the the second half of last if year, Josh Jackson wasn't he, Josh Jackson. It would be great. He he at the second during the second half of last year, he ticked up. He came in played in Memphis when he finally got Wait, into the league. Second from, half. With the Suns, his shooting, yeah, his his oh, three point God, shooting came up. God, oh. he was such a disaster. David, oh, David King. Oh, you're, you're making God. Justin do research here. Look, yeah, I'm but looking he was away. Playing on a team that no, he was making like injured. You're right. He made like 38 or so volume. percent of his threes after the All Star break, but he made like 39 percent overall from the field. No, the dude sucked. He had always a made throw, the wrong though. play. What? He had a sick fro. Yeah, and then he got rid of it. it. No, he got really yeah. it. That's that's yeah, where, yeah, that's where it really it, fell I off. Done. I was done. It was like he Achilles from, heel. He I will from say the Samson complex. Samson, that my, that's it. Samson. My my, uh, my cohort in crime on the Suns Jam Session pod, Matthew, his favorite player. In fact, for Christmas one year, he's my brother-in-law. For Christmas one year, we surprised him with a Josh Jackson jersey. <laughs> that sits in his <laughs> house. Is that a good thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know, that, I know that a lot of people need toilet paper right now. So, I mean, no, I mean, was it good at the time? Like he wanted to, Josh oh, hell, hell yeah, he did. It was the black okay. one. The, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, he was, it was a good Christmas for him. Good. So let's, let's, let's move off of Josh Jackson. Sorry. <laughs> um, I mentioned to you guys before that I had an idea for a question that I was going to tell you as opposed to just spring it on you like I do with Paul all the time, but we decided that I should just spring it on you. So I will. All right. So what order? And this, this has nothing to Matt. Matt, I see now I'm calling you Matthew. <laughs> John, you first. Oh no. And, and this, this shouldn't be that difficult because it doesn't take a whole lot of thought process. I don't think, but what's your what? favorite piece of son's memorabilia that you own? Oh, Oh man, that is, that's tougher than you think. I'm primarily just a Jersey guy. I don't have a lot of autographs of anything. I'm more proud of my, like Michael Jordan card collection, but I, I, here, here you go. I have a Jersey from every era of the Suns minus the Bledsoe jerseys. Wow. So I got the wild West ones. I've got the sunburst ones. I've got the Nash era ones. I have an eight and one, uh, cause I'm a big eight and fan. But I don't have any from that era with uh, Bledsoe because that was the worst era in Suns history. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Dave, what about you? Since Paul's clearly getting his out right now. So oh, my yeah. favorite um, piece of memorabilia, um, I've got it at my office at work, is a signed Suns basketball from the 93 season <laughs> with all the players' names on it. They're all fading out, though, now. With, the, so with their names signed. or the signatures? That's what I mean. Signatures. Did you sign them yourself or? Yeah, yeah. Well, left-handed, <laughs> right-handed. Yeah, you had to you had to change it up a little bit. Uh, no, that and uh, behind me for people who can see up on my wall, um, there is a bar picture taken at the game of, in the '93 Finals. Barkley taking a jumper against Michael Jordan, Horace Grant, and B.J. Armstrong. Um, and getting the jumper off against those guys. It was pretty fucking incredible. And my dad's friend took that picture right there in the stands. Those are my two favorite pieces. Well, I have a signed Alex Len ball. Alex Len! Yeah! Wait! Signed Tyler Ennis. (laughs) Wow! Those are like the two worst possible signatures to have on your balls. (laughs) Who can tell me what number Tyler Ennis wore? He doesn't put it on his signature. It wasn't like it was like twenty four or some shit, wasn't it? No. What was it? It was number four. Four? No, yep. it wow. wasn't. Yeah. Well, I just did a podcast on uh, jersey number four. Oh yeah, you did. You did. That's right. Yes. Jersey number four. four. Shit, I thought. Yeah. Because like, I know or Tyson Chandler. Now this is a self-serving one, but also another favorite piece of memorabilia of mine is this Suns jersey number one behind me. If for people uh, who are not, this is a podcast, so no one's watching, but only the three of you can see. But they can usually see it uh, when I do the solar panel as well. If I turn it around, because I'm I'm not that vain, I don't turn it around, but it's got my name on the back. 
and they gave it to me after I did my first Brightside night a few years ago. The same oh, thing. nice. Then later I figured out that they used uh, some of the ticket money to buy it, so I didn't have them ever do anything like that again. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> – so, so, they, so they charged themselves for it? Uh, they they had me pay for it. <laughs> so, no, they had us pay for it. Right. Well, no, I had put in enough that I just I just call it mine. My money. My money was still that, that's a dick move. Well, I didn't find out until later that all the T-shirts and and uh, things like that were taken out of the donations. So I started just funding the T-shirts separately and then um, uh, doing less T-shirts and then uh, none of the extra stuff. Has this have you have you shared that before? I feel like Never. this is the first time I'm learning of this. Oh, I always, I always thought it was like a Booker rookie jersey or something. It's a it's a Dave King original. It's a Dave King. Well, no, they took it out of the team shop and just put my name on the back. But yeah, <laughs> got like duct tape on the back. <laughs> no, they had they had it put on, and ironed on. Did I did I when I stepped away? Did I miss Paul's? Yeah, or Paul showed us his balls. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, I, I had to step away to find mine because yeah, I have mine. Alex Len ball and a Tyler Ennis ball. <laughs> That's your those really so Paul's balls were styled. Tyler Ennis, yes. He's very yep. proud. Paul I'm not Ennis. a big memorabilia guy. I just ended up getting a hold of those. Mine is Speak mine up. is right here. Majoral jersey. It's a <laughs> Dan Marley jersey signed by all of the 92-93 sons. Oh, that's fucking awesome. That's the best one we've seen. We've got that and is I, awesome. I was in my closet panicking because I couldn't find it and I saw a son's jersey washed earlier today and wait, i almost wait. left this room to divorce my wife Pull it up again pull it up again let me see wow that is incredible man you would think after having this for like 20 years i would have it framed but i don't yeah yeah how do you not have it framed see green right there yeah even westfall's on there this Bark- is barkley's incredible on here listening experience for our podcasters since we're not on youtube right? Imagine, all right it's purple okay it's not it's a purple jersey not the white purple nat, uh marley jersey yep. with all the 93 stuns on it that's awesome yeah, it i'll like po- i'll post it i'll post it on uh the at fan the flames nba twitter account for everybody to enjoy right, later good. because we just wasted five minutes showing each other our memorabilia on yeah. a fucking podcast. Mine <laughs> is like an eight in Jersey. Like, what the fuck? Dave, if you want me to, I can drop in some of the stuff we recorded before. Might um, as well, man. That'll time. be more entertaining. That was much more visual, uh, just in words, not in. Not in I'll post this one too. I have. I just have to show you guys this. You guys remember these jackets? I don't. Uh, so it's a jacket with like the huge. Huge um, player face photo, and, player yeah. photos of. I have one of KJ that's signed also. Oh. Also he, for no no KJ no real reason. Him. Also signed by Connie Hawkins. Did he put that <laughs> on his young women to hide to sneak him out of his office when he was done? <laughs> I was a fat kid, so it might have fit them well. So perhaps, <laughs> perhaps. Sorry, All that right. was that was uh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I can't edit that out. Yeah, hey, you know what? This is Fanning the Flames Happy Hour. Cheers. This is, this the is, this is how we do it. All right. This so is now, how we do it. Now that we, <laughs> now that you, now that we have, as Dave pointed out, showed each other memorabilia over Skype <laughs> that nobody can see. <laughs> we're having a good time, folks. Well, I'm having all a ten blast. of you that are listening right now. We're having a great time. <laughs> We're no tens of you. We know, we know you had a great time, Dave. The whole block knows you had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else do we say we we're going to talk about? How about not talking about me uh, recovering my couch scenario? What are you, what are you referring to? <laughs> Corduroy, baby. <laughs> Go on. Move on. No other, no other couch. No other, no other couch fabric is as satisfying as corduroy. <laughs> oh, I hope Tim listens to this and just like, just like, dry heaves the whole time. Just our, be our, horrified our, by this. Our, our lack of our lack of uh, structure. Yeah. If you will. Anyway, okay. So we will. We yeah. we talked we talked before also about discussing the best Suns team ever. In our respective opinions, mm. do we want to talk about that now? 
or we not want to talk about it? The best Suns team ever. So let's oh, go through all let's, the great Suns teams. Let's, I, and then and then we'll let Paul go first because I'm so interested in what Paul has to say. <laughs> so let's go through all the great Suns teams. Uh, we had the 76 finals team. Mm-hmm. Came up short yeah. in six games to the Celtics. Coming up short is going to be a running theme here. Yeah, yeah. We had the 93 finals team that came up short to the mm-hmm. Michael Jordan Bulls. Mm-hmm. We had... In my opinion, the 94 and 95 teams that were really good but came up short to the Houston Rockets. Fucking Rockets. Mario <laughs> Alley to this day. I, oh. Then we had the resurgence in 2005 um, with the first Steve Nash year, and they came up short to the San Antonio Spurs. Mm-hmm. And we had the 2006 team that came up short to the Dallas Mavericks. The 2007 team that came up short to the San Antonio Spurs again. And then finally, the 2010 team that came up short to the <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers. So in some respects, there's, there's pluses and minuses to all of those teams. Some are closer to should have been's than others. Um, that's that's the quick recap. So you back to you, Justin. And that? now to you, Paul. <laughs> Thank you. Paul, for let me do it like John. Justin let me do it like John. And, and now to you, Paul. Hey. <laughs> um, I I can't speak to the 76 team. Only Dave uh, can. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, I was nine. <laughs> I wasn't even a zygote yet. <laughs> um, Don't get too nerdy on us. <laughs> zygote. What the fuck? Don't make this wasn't even a tad terrible, yet. Paul. Gosh. <laughs> And I'm though I do love the 92 93 team, I didn't live in Phoenix yet, so I wasn't hadn't really started to become a Suns fan yet. So I'm not gonna let somebody else take that one. I really think that if it weren't for the Stoudemire and Diaz suspension, they would have won that year. So 17, yeah, 07, yeah, that was yeah, 607, yeah, 607, yeah, that is my team. That is my choice for the best Suns team. See, here's my my and, and small even, argument. Even, hold on, look, can we just really quick on that? I'm sorry if if you're going to stay on nope. the topic, Dave. But <laughs> I was, but I'll not only not only would they have won that year had Amari and Diaw not get suspended, but they still almost won that game when they were out. If I recall yeah, but, correctly, but they didn't. Right. That's debatable, though. That's the problem. Right. With the 0607 team, they lost the game. It was like 87 to 85, the game where yep. they were both out. They came out. They got their asses handed. Bruce fucking them. Bowen. Yeah. Yes, Bruce Bowen, the, the ball kicker in that series. Mm-hmm. And even if they had somehow navigated the Spurs, which was always the problem with the Suns in the early, you know, that area, the 04, the 06, the 05 and the 06 and the 07 teams. Yeah. The 05 team had the Spurs number. But they were too young and, and were still trying to figure out who they were. And they so were they, too thin. Yeah, they were. And so what did they do? They traded Quentin Richardson, got Kurt Thomas. They're like, we're going to try to beat the Spurs at their big. Yeah, yeah. bigger. They should have tried to run them out of the gym. Yeah. So as the years went by, they end up playing them in 07. The Spurs once again beat them because, you know, we all look at Diaw and Stoudemire and we're like, oh, that was it. Even if they had won that series, they still have to win eight more games. So I know that they, the, the, the Jazz would have been waiting for them. And that was Carlos Boozer and Darren Williams, and they could have beat yeah. the Jazz that year. They could have. And then it was LeBron James as, as the Cavs. So there is a good chance. You know, Justin, you're right. There's a possibility that they make their way to the finals and win it that year if the suspension doesn't happen. But it goes back. It's a culture thing with the Suns. They always are trying to tweak to try to beat another team instead of saying, hey, we're going to impose our will upon you. I was mentioning when before we got on this call how I'm researching 83 84 Suns and it's the same thing the 80 the 82 83 Suns were the second best team in or the they tied for the second best record in the uh, Western Conference they played well now granted they're going up against the Lakers and the show and Showtime but instead of trying to play their game they're trying to change their game to play the Lakers in the mid 80s against Kareem Abdul-Jabbar so they trade away Dennis Johnson, who's a great defensive point guard, and they bring in they bring in Rick Roby from the University of Kentucky at the yeah. back end of his career, and why? Because he had, he adds size. It's yeah. the same. They, they they made the same mistake. The in spent twenty years trying to add size. That was Kalanick's thing. Yeah, every team Adding does that though. Stiffs. I mean, every team does that though. I mean, you look at the last few years. I mean, 
all the contender teams, all they were trying to do was we got to tweak our team to beat the Warriors. And that that that's how they do it. It's and it's and it's not just sports that does that. If you just look at just business in general, it's like you soda. You've got Coke. Coke hasn't changed shit. When they changed shit, it was bad, and they went back to what worked. And how many times has Pepsi changed their logo? How many times has Pepsi like tried something different just to try to get over that hump to beat the number one guy? But the Suns aren't that, Coke, man. The Suns are like Dr Pepper. Yes, but actually, Dr Pepper doesn't really change. <laughs> like no, they're not right, but it's them. still never like, going to beat Coke. That's it. But they're not trying to compete with them. They're they're whatever Dr Pepper is. It's not a cola. They're not trying to be a cola. Three different flavors of prune juice of some sort. <laughs> yes, it's delicious. But, it's but the, the best soda. Do is actually my favorite. And but, but anyway, that, we're digressing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the problem with the Suns, I feel, is they're never trying to impose – because they do have teams. All right, you look at – we're talking about the greatest Suns teams in the history of the franchise. All right, seven, nine different times in our franchise have we made it to the Western Conference Finals. Only two times have we made it to the NBA Finals. That means seven times we've lost. A really good stretch for the Suns was like the 89 team and the 90 team both lost in the Western Conference Finals. And again, they're a team that has so much talent, but they're always trying to tweak it to beat somebody. And Paul, I get your point where you're saying, well, that's what you got to do to win. Well, why don't no, we? No, I'm not saying that's what, what they got to do. Win. I'm just saying that that's how sports operates. If somebody becomes the king of the hill, and then all everybody else does is try to figure out how to beat them rather and than just saying, okay, we're going to play our game no matter what happens. The only people that do that are teams who have been to the top of the hill. Or you have a team like the Spurs who actually just is like, okay, this is what I got in front of me. I'm going to play what's best for this team. And they weren't like a style. They were, you know, they went from being a slower team to actually being one of the faster teams in the league later on when, when Tim Duncan became less of the focal point in that team. But that's the genius of pop versus the lack of genius in Phoenix. Yeah. Well, no, actually, I mean, what it is. Dan Tony had a system. Dan Tony stuck to his system. He did what he wanted. Well, to then do. he quit Kurt, when when Kerr only wanted him to add a little bit of defense, and Tony just, well, oh, yep. I'm going to take my I'm going to take my dolls and leave. Yep. Well, yeah, that's that's all a different story. But I just wish the Suns would impose their will more instead of trying to adjust to other people's wills. I guess that's uh, well, Dan Tony and Nash talk about it a lot these days. Well, they wish they they would have pushed the put the foot down to the metal yeah. even more. During those um, seven seconds or less years, they like they held back. Yeah, Nash has been on. Uh, I think Justin's favorite podcaster, Bill Simmons. Uh, so and, I listened to that yeah, one. That was great. That was great yeah, though. Was really he was talking about how he should have shot more threes. How he was he's trying to be embarrassed about his hair. hair. Yeah, I don't blame. Well, every five seconds he was doing the yeah, you know the the hair over uh-huh. the ear thing. But I mean, yeah. again, that's when the Suns had an opportunity to change the league, and they just they For didn't the go game. all in. They didn't put their chips on the table. They they. Un, they they did in the long run. They didn't take yeah. advantage of it. The Rockets now with Mike D'Antoni are like, listen, we're doing PJ Tucker at center. Deal with it. And that's, I mean, that's what the NBA is trying to. Well, also, become. the Suns blew him out by thirty-eight points. But well, yeah, that was like what game two of them trying it out. Right. Well, then they won ten also, in a row. The, the other thing about this year, though, is because the you do, this is a weird year. This was a weird year for the NBA because the. With the Warriors, with Kevin Durant leaving and then all the good players on the Warriors hurt, there is no king of the hill. So it's like, oh, I, everybody gets to be what they want to be because they don't know who they're trying to beat. So the the Rockets can take a chance on a weird style because it's like, you know, we, we can shock the system with this because nobody's ready for it. And we don't have to worry about these guys who have our number and are in our heads. Do you think it would have worked in the playoffs if, and maybe, I mean, no. the playoffs are still ahead. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. We don't know if there will be playoffs or what's going to happen with all this COVID stuff, or even, you know, if the regular season is going to continue. I don't think there should. You think the season's done? Well, I think they'll try. I don't think they should yeah. because I mean, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how it all plays out. Cause people want to get back to doing things, but I think the only reason all this is calming down at the moment is because we're not doing anything. Right. 
Well, I I don't think they should from an actual from an actual basketball standpoint more so than a safety standpoint. Not not that safety is obviously the primary thing, and it's don't do it until that's a thing. But James Jones recently was talking about how you need you need a full on training camp, yeah. like a month of just getting yeah. these guys back into shape because they can't even train right now. Like they would normally during that's the thing. Season. And I got into it. Like I got somebody on Twitter coming back at me going, but these guys are professional athletes. They know how to train. They can't, they yeah, can't they, train. They're just they like you and me sitting on their couch, playing 2k playing these other video games. Cause they're not supposed to leave their house. They don't have professional training equipment in their homes because they always have it given to them at the arena. Um, Frank Kaminsky has been, um, podcasting about this recently. He's like, man, I don't even know how to live my life now because I can't go to the arena every single day. Um, and he's, you know, he, he's obviously come up with, put some weights in his backyard and created himself an obstacle course that he, that he did a video of the other day. But yeah, it was really funny. I'll have, to, but, I'll have to see that. I missed that one. Yeah, that was pretty good. But, um, but it's just, they're living just like us and NBA athletes cannot afford to live like us. Trust me. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like the whole idea of the, well, they're professional athletes. It makes zero sense. What, why, why do we have training camp and preseason anyway, then? Right. Like there's a reason they're going to need. Yeah. So James Jones was saying they're going to need five to seven weeks at least to get ready for competitive NBA basketball, or they're going to pull up on injuries like crazy. Everyone's yeah, going to be exactly. that, that, that's, that's, that's tweaking my concern this, tweaking from that. That standpoint, then our next season's going to, going to suck. Cause you're going to have a bunch of guys who went down for stupid ass injuries because they tried to right, play where you get injured when you're tired and you get injured when you're favoring something else and then you get yeah. even more injured somewhere else. So yeah, yeah, this is bad news to rush it. So we're probably talking like August before they're ready to play real basketball. And then how many games should they play? Yeah, there's, 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 Just there's March Madness, one, there's, one and done's the whole, yeah. whole, whole, there's whole yeah. that'd be fucking awesome. 30 team March Madness. <laughs> that would be amazing. There is. Okay. That would be phenomenal. Remember the time the Suns <laughs> won the title in 2020? Yeah. <laughs> got a hot streak. Yeah, they, they got, got a hot streak. Well, and that's like, that's like, uh, there was an article on, I think it was Arizona sports talking about how Kaminsky and Ubre's injuries are healed, but they can't rehab. That was yeah. also on bright side, but you know, Arizona sports fine. It's, it's a nice place. What's what's bright side? Bright side Hold on guys. I got to Okay. Oh, oh next two. beer. Oh, we've it. been at this long enough. I guess two beers in. I yeah. love it. No, I I feel like there's absolutely no sense in trying to finish this NBA season. I mean, you look at what MLB is trying to do, that makes sense because they have a full season they could lose. What does the NBA really gain? Oh, it's funny. So I've got my, uh, my daughter's, uh, boyfriend is a pitcher in the Mexican league. He's, he, he was in the American minors for a long time, but now he's down there. Um, and we were talking about major league baseball and the Mexican league as well as trying to kick back up too sometime in June. Um, and I How said, is so what's Mexico a, doing with the coronavirus? We, I'm surprised they're we all don't shut down them. too. Okay. Like I he just, was sent home. Like he's just sitting around on a couch himself right now. bad news. Um, but anyway, he's like, yeah, man, if you can't do half a season, then it's not worth playing at all. It's like, that's still 80 some games. Cause they play about the same number down there. And I'm like, you really, you can't have a representative season in less than he's like, no, you see it all the time. Teams need time to get into the rhythm. Some teams get hot and it's not sustainable and they don't deserve to win a championship unless they can do it over time. So there's a lot of, there's, there's the push and pull of purity versus creativity. And the purists are not going to want anything less than, than, than at least half of what they can get. Now with the NBA, you've only got 20 some games left. You could play five just to get to playoff level, but you've got 14 teams that are going to be really disappointed that they don't have any chance. What's the, what's the point of coming back? Frank was talking about, yeah, why well, play five games. What's the point of coming back just to warm up these other teams? I don't want to do that. I'm not right. going to try hard. Why would I even injury. try hard? Why would I risk injury? Right. So then it becomes a bastardized little five game, you know, training camp that actually means something to half the teams. So you might as well just go straight to a playoffs or either 16 or 30 team. We just lost John. We did. He got wow, tired. John, did I, got, did you just take your, your bunnies and go home? He got tired. Barbies and go he got, home. He got tired of listening. 
Wow. <laughs> there oh. he is. He's back. I don't know um, why he quit on us, asshole. Well, I feel like we, <laughs> we're we going to talk about whether... Hey, you're muted, John. Unmute yourself. Here we go. Hey! Hey! hey. I, I missed it when Dave was talking about the Mexican Baseball League. Were you talking about Kenny fucking Powers? You got so <laughs> bored that you just quit. Nah, my internet is fantastic in my studio <coughs> garage. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I think we got to go back to, because we changed topics, I think we got to go back to favorite Suns team ever or best Suns team ever. Yeah. Oh. Paul, Paul. Paul. Paul gave his input. I, was Paul the only one that gave his input? Yeah. Yep. Going on team? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. So we'll, Paul we'll says. The the flames. Paul yeah. says the six oh seven team. I'm gonna say the best team, uh, but they just didn't know they were the best team. But the best team ever was the 05 team. And the only reason they, they, I think, they didn't know that they were losers to the Spurs yet. They, they were, they were the oblivious kids. And the only reason they lost was because they lost, uh, um, God damn it, Joe Johnson yeah. uh, to the I think. And if I, if Joe would have been healthy, they'd have uh, beat the Spurs. Yep. That was the That's year. my favorite. Oh, five. Was my that, favorite. Was, that was the year right there. That was the year that revolutionized basketball. So I was in the Army at the time, and I was actually stationed in Korea. And games would come on at like eight in the morning and I was a cook in the army. So we'd cook breakfast. And by the time breakfast was done, you could sit down finally after cooking from like four in the morning on and you could watch TV and the sons who sucked the year before got Steve Nash. And then all of a sudden they took off. You had Joe Johnson, you had Quentin Richardson and I got to agree with Dave. I mean, I think that's the best team. They, it was the one year they were in, they were imposing their will on the NBA and it worked. The 92-93 team was a game plus Danny Ainge covering John Paxson away from winning a championship. Okay, they were that close, but it was Michael, part of my French, it was Michael fucking Jordan. Right. Okay. Right. So he figured out a way to win, I think. He, it's, it's Michael Jordan. You know, I mean, it's just like, I can't wait, by the way, for Sunday when they have the documentary on ESPN, yeah. where they start, the, the last dance. It, it, it sucks to admit it, but in 92-93, I was not a Suns fan. I was a Chicago Bull and Michael Jordan's oh. fan. I, I grew up. Oh. I, it should I grew suck up in, to admit that. I know it does. It does. Hindsight's twenty twenty, and I was right. I won. Huh. Only, <laughs> but 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 you know what my penance for that is? Here's here's the penance. Okay, you're a Suns fan now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm a I'm a fan of the Suns. I'm a fan of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish football team. I got a oh no Poor tattoo guy. right here of the little leprechaun on my arm. I'm a Dodgers fan. So 1988 was really amazing for me as a six-year-old. The Dodgers <laughs> and Notre Dame won the, the championship. Uh, and then I was a Bulls fan growing up. But I'm, but my penance now Why? is I'm a Suns fan. I was a Wait, Bills fan as a kid. all sports since 93. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> exactly what it is. Well, because of because Jordan. Because fucking Bulls fans. Because I loved Jordan. Yeah, but, but when I moved to Phoenix, it was when Jordan had retired. So I instantly became a Suns fan because that's where I was from originally. I was born here, moved to L.A. And then by the time Jordan came back, I'd already kind of lost my luster for Jordan because I, I kind of felt like he did me wrong. And I was like, you know what? I was riding with the Suns back then. But uh, but that's my penance. I was a Bills fan because my mom's from Buffalo. So I lost LA four. And became a Jordan fan? Yeah. My mom loved the Showtime Lakers. My dad fucking hated magic. So in 88, when I was six, he's like, hey, watch this guy. And, and he's like, this is the best basketball player I've ever seen. That happened to be Michael Jeffrey Jordan. So that's who I started watching and Jeff, loving intently. No, his middle name. February 17th, 1963. Nerd. 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 <laughs> Stop it. Right, Justin, who do you got? Hold on, hold on. I need I need to address one thing first. Yeah, John, digest. are you still are you still a are you still a Dodgers fan? Oh, silence. He's not even answering. John. Did he, just, did he just leave again. I, I would I wouldn't answer that question either, John. He is gone. Okay, he's coming gone. back. He can, he can answer when he gets back. Well, I, we had him. We had him for two solid hours, and now he's crapping out. <laughs> <laughs> he was just there for the for the podcast life stories, Dave. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm the gonna thirty go. for thirty on Sons Podcasters. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm, All right, I'm. I'm back. Oh. What did I miss? Okay. Good Lord. He asked you a question that you refused to answer. Oh no. My connection sucks. Are, are you, are you still a Dodgers fan? Um, 
That's a yes. Oh, we lost his connection. Here, you know, here, here's my wallet. Can you see that? No, we no. Can't. you're not no, on video. Not video Shit. Right yes, I'm a diehard fucking Dodgers fan. Go oh, Dodgers, baby! I bleed blue every day. Right. Let's move to Justin. Justin, what's your answer? On <laughs> I don't that? understand how I don't understand how somebody can be a. A, a, a Suns fan and a Dodgers. Fan. I'm the I'm anomaly. Sorry. People hate me for it. I'm a Notre Dame <laughs> fan too. Like everybody hates my sports selections. It's something you learn to deal with. And you I'm know what it does? A Notre Dame fan too. Well, there you go. Thank you, Dave. You I'm are a, I, I, you're yeah, king yeah, to me. I'm I'm a Notre Dame fan as well. But I love you guys. Being a Notre Dame, <laughs> but, 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 but 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 being a Notre Dame fan doesn't it's forgive being a do. Dodgers fan. That's yeah, exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> but you got to realize, I grew up in Los Angeles. The Dodgers won the series in '88. Kirk Gibson, the whole thing. I mean, I'm hooked for my life. Do you walk around pumping your fist like Kirk Gibson? All every time I get gas, <laughs> I run around my truck and I just at right over here at Costco. <laughs> All right, I'm. I'll. I'll, I'll we could talk about this this for hours. Yes, like we could. We have talked about other stuff, but anyway, the Astros and the, go, and the Red Sox are cheaters. What? I'm going to go off script a little bit yes. here. I'm going to say I'm going to say the 09010 Suns team Ooh, was the, the Grant, best. The Grant Hill era. Yeah, Grant over Tell the hill. Why, Justin? Just because I'm trying to be a, a contrarian. A, a contrarian, yes. Well, no. Look, look like this. We're, we're we're a box out away, perceivably, potentially. Perceivably, we 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 yeah, perceivably is not right right there. Um, <laughs> I we've been doing this for a long time. We <laughs> overruled, <It was> sustained. <laughs> Ergo, oh, huh? Um, we're a box out away from taking the Lakers to the seventh game, which is one win away from playing the Boston Celtics, a four seed in the finals. I think that was that was that was the shot. Maybe it's more a hey, video's back. Hey, he's back. Maybe it's more of a a recency oh. type thing. But but that just that that that's the one that always sticks in my <laughs> craw. Even more than the ninety two ninety three team. Even more than the 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 stern suspension year. So you're a recency bias guy. Yeah, I guess so. And a contrarian and a perceivably guy. Perceivably. Perceivably. So oh nine nine ten was fun to watch for sure. That was a really fun team, especially the way they finished the season. They started fourteen and three, I think it was. We then they went first. like below five hundred for a while. And then right. And then they went twenty eight and seven to finish the season. And then they they blew basically blew the doors off both the Blazers and the Spurs. That was so fun. Mm-hmm. Can we just talk about how Dave just rallied off how they finished the year right there? Like it was nothing. Look at yeah. the big stats on Dave. Mr. <laughs> stats. Uh, yeah, no, that was a huge thing. That was the, that was the season I, I got involved with Brightside, And then I started writing for him that summer <laughs> since the, the last playoff game after the last playoff game. I was that the, We've gone through this before too. The sons of suck since Dave started running Brightside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that the planet orange team? Uh, I don't know. Planet, planet orange. orange was poorly conceived after that. Because I still to this day have a playoff shirt when I went to the playoffs against the Spurs and it said like, it's our turn. Just like they did the whole planet orange thing was all like, we don't believe in vowels all of a sudden. And that's how like the shirt was. <laughs> and it was like an orange fry know. shirt. And I still wear it to Costco when I run around and I pump my, pump my fist while getting gas. <laughs> do you, do you could- wear that along with the Dodgers hat? No, it's a Notre Dame hat. <laughs> Come on, yeah, Justin. It's, it's, yeah. it's better. Dodgers, Dodgers it's, shorts. It's Dodgers underwear. <laughs> no, it's not exactly. It's blue underwear. You wear blue underwear for home <laughs> games, and then when they're away, you wear your gray underwear. God, it's oh a system. And ever since the COVID thing, the major league baseball's not going on. I don't know what to wear. John has been free balling for the past six weeks. Thanks a lot. I'm not wearing underwear until they play again. Uh, Drink a kilt lifter, wear a kilt. Just don't be around when I fatal attraction it. (laughs) Oh, geez. There's no one here to do that around. I mean, I'm self quarantining. (laughs) Okay. Well, okay then. This is a little Suns Jam session preview. Tune in tomorrow. Hopefully it's not a video. Well, actually, tune in last week. By the tune time in, yes. <laughs> tune in three weeks ago <laughs> after Justin finally edits this podcast. <laughs> this by the way, folks, this podcast the was recorded season. 
during the coronavirus outbreak. Yes. <laughs> basketball games are not currently being played. <laughs> Training camp starts for the next season next on Tuesday. <laughs> hey Paul, wanna, why don't you why don't you why don't you take over, dude? Well, can I do I a quick counter? Oh, he's so so why are you Paul. doing don't do that. No, I, I, no, no, no. That wasn't like a butt hurt thing. That was more of a fuck it. <laughs> no, well, real quick, I got a, I got a counterpoint to uh, something you said earlier, Justin. You were Go talking ahead, about the, the, re- the rest of the NBA season. Oh yeah. So I think that they should finish out the NBA season. I think it'll be a, they should condense the end of the regular season. So yay, Suns still won't be over five hundred. I think they should condense the playoffs. Maybe go to best of three series. Fun fact, last time they did a best of three playoff series was in 82-83. The Suns lost 2-1 to one to the Denver Nuggets. And Alex English and wow. Kiki Vandeweghe. Yet uh, again, Suns coming up short. Of course, of course, against the number six seed. But anyways, so they should title for this podcast <laughs> coming, up <laughs> coming up short. <laughs> but they should condense. And here's in so why. many ways. The, at the end result of all this is I so think the end. The NBA. <laughs> Again, and this would be so much better on YouTube. I know it would. would it? Sorry, listeners. But the end result is the NBA can potentially start the two, the 2021 season in 2021. It doesn't need to go from October to June. I, just, I think Christmas Day is the perfect start. I, I do, too. Day. I think it could be fantastic. And then yeah. that's just what happens from now on. That's Band the new, that's the new normal opening day. I, I, I think it's yes. like opening day claim, baseball. You got six games on national TV. Yes. I think they claim that like, from what I understand from the league is their fear is if they go that route because the summer people are out of school, pe- people are taking vacations and whatnot. They're not going to get the eyeballs that you get during like the normal, I get for lack of a better term school year when people are kind of locked in. Um, but I really disagree. The NFL with that never worried about that shit. <laughs> Neither is Major League Baseball. Yeah, right. I I honestly think because NBA is indoors, unlike Major League Baseball, at least here in Arizona, it'd be like a nice break. It's like yeah. oh, I'm gonna go catch a basketball game this it's afternoon. A nice it'd be great. Air conditioned uh, thing and like actually pay more attention because. It's inside. It's inside. And, it's and wouldn't I don't it be have nice? The sports I gotta manage. Wouldn't I don't it have a lot of TV? Wouldn't it be nice for free agency for the Suns if we were bringing in free agents in like November or oh, yeah. October versus being like, hey, Lamarcus Aldridge, you want to come to Phoenix? Flying on July second. It's yeah. 118 degrees outside. He's like, yeah. I'm not, not playing here. I'm gonna go to the San Antonio and I'm from I, Texas. I, I think that makes be, sense. What would be interesting? What you could another thing you could do that could be interesting is I mean you don't want to postpone the I'd almost say do the draft similar to baseball where it's in the middle of the season but the players can't really start till the next season yeah so like let them be drafted then they can join the G League team mm-hmm. for the remainder of that season so they can get acclimated and you kind of can boost the G League team in a way maybe even like have the all-star game bleed into like a summer league of some type, which is in the kickoff of the G league season. At the same time, you can do like a whole bunch of stuff there to then, and then they fully integrate into the team for the following season. But like, when would you, if you're going to do a draft mid season, like when would you say to do that? Cause Jim. while the baseball draft happens while the season's going on, it's, pretty much at the end of the year. You don't want to have a draft at a time when guys are going to perceivably still be playing and potentially then risk injury that Man, you're, you're doubling down on that word. Perceivably. I said potentially this time. Nope. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> sure. There's conceivably <laughs> and there's potentially and perceptibly, I don't know which one you're trying to say. Damn, look at the big English words on Dave. Dave's the, like, <laughs> I, I, I've, got nothing, I've got nothing right now. I've got nothing right now. No, but Justin, you make a good point, though. So maybe you move the Did draft he? back. Yeah, no, no, because what he's saying, all right. So let's say the Suns 
are vying for the playoffs. It's June. There's still a month and a half left in the season, and we don't necessarily know what their needs are yet. It's not Major League Baseball where you have three tiers of you know single A, double A, triple A yeah, to bring them yeah. through. You, it's June, and you're like, okay, well, maybe next year we'll need a point guard. We don't know what the contract situations are. So if you push it back to maybe October, and maybe that'll work. I well, think they October have to. I think the they should also flip free agency in the draft. I uh, complete, like com- completely agree because again, you're trying to build a franchise with pieces, but you don't necessarily know what all those pieces are yet. It's like, yeah. well, and let's, okay, let's, let's go. First we of all, more year to year competitiveness. What's the, why don't we just say the rest of the NBA season as it stands right now is done and we have a regular 2021 season. So who's the champ? Vacated? Arisen. Yeah, you got to oh, have a champ. The entire season. Devin Booker is 2K champion. Perfect. Boom. Suns win go. again. Exactly. That's Boom. the only Last title he's won this season. <laughs> I love that he, by the way, I love that he went up against DeAndre Aiden. It was the, did you guys watch it? I did. It was hysterical because. What was more fun was him against uh, uh, DeAndre Aiden against uh, yes. Pat Bev. When, when he picked the Suns. Yes. Because he was just and, like, that's Valley Boy number 25. He was killing him with Javon Carter. Yeah. He's like, that's Valley Boy and number Pat four. Bailey you don't even know. Just laughing at him and going, oh, now we're down, we're down. And then he just yeah. got so mad he walked out at the end of the game. Yeah. And and the whole the whole tournament, Patrick Beverly was kind of everybody's favorite because he was a, a trash talker. And yeah. DeAndre Aiden was shut him up. And then when Aiden went up against Booker, it was like big brother versus little brother. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's like it was I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I watched one of those games. I was on my couch. It was on ESPN, right? We like couches. And my wife's like, yeah, Dave, Dave knows all about couches. My wife was like, <laughs> are you playing? And I'm like, no, no, no. I, the, this, is what we've, this is what we've gotten down to is there's Watching. a tournament where players are playing NBA 2K uh, and they're broadcasting it. And she goes, that's weird. And I go, I know it is weird. She goes, the only thing weirder is the fact that people actually watch this that was the last time i watched it what happened to you mike i i i had i had no rebuttal to that well what's funny is it's the first thing that i actually counted down to watch since march 11th yeah i was like hey there's something going on and of course what happens at seven o'clock right when the the second game of uh the the finals is going to go on your cable went out no hunt like your internet honey let's go to fries I'm like, really? It's like real life all over again. So I recorded it and watched it later. <laughs> it's like real life all over again. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're watching something enjoyable? Hmm, but you know what? The turtle doesn't have lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting thing? along splendidly while self-quarantining. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, well... Anybody else have anything else to say about anything? Or should we wrap this up? I, I feel uh, yeah. like we need to we need to let I John go so he can feed down. his turtle. Perhaps he's got to feed the turtle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Franklin doesn't feed herself, and yes, Franklin is a she. Franklin is a she. Yes, I don't. Wow. Whatever don't she identifies as, no, I really don't. I've got dogs. I've got turtles. I've got a lizard. I've got a fish. Everything in my house is female. Just don't a have a bird. <laughs> I grew up, my dad, they're all women. My dad raised pigeons growing up. Let's leave oh. the podcast on that. <laughs> Let's leave the podcast on that. You just crapped as, all over. As we always say on Fanning the Flames here, folks, thank you very much for listening to whatever this all was. <laughs> Dave now is like, Oh, when I texted oh, those guys I earlier, and I was like, you guys, you guys should re- let's record something. I, I should have known better. This is but happy hour. Nonetheless, we appreciate hour. it. I, you know what I almost did before this? And then I'll wrap up. Shower? So since you know, <laughs> that shit, why would I do that? <laughs> He's got to conserve soap. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> I'm hoarding soap. <laughs> Since since Skype now does like the Zoom thing where you can like send out a, you know, link Invite, to join yeah. the meeting. I almost just posted this on Twitter. Oh, my God. To just, like, <laughs> we should People probably could do have that, watched right? this. Oh, no, I'm saying they, they could have joined, joined it. Next oh, you know up what? on Fanning the Flames. You know what, dude? 
Holy shit. Um, one of the ESPN podcasts did that the other day. Yeah, Katie, and they, no, they, Nolan's uh, yeah. Always Late did that. Yeah, yeah. They challenged each other to um, text the most, the famous, most person. famous person they knew to get on. Well, that would be great, Justin. Let's do that. You guys should probably do it because we, Paul and I would get like seven people, maybe. That Dave's the most so famous person I know. And, 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 and our wives would be high. two of them. <laughs> I think the most famous one who made it on was Dwayne Wade, I think. Yeah, it's because uh, he'll never retire at anything. Who was it? This go said, away, Dwayne Wade. Somebody said, "Why am I here?" But Dwayne Wade totally engaged. He totally stayed. Yeah. And he got other people on and stuff. Kendrick I, Perkins was on there. Clayton Kershaw was on there. Some hockey guys were on there. Clayton I, Kershaw. Yeah. I, yeah. I, have, I have a famous client whose name I can't divulge on uh, public domain, but if they join, if you join my podcast, then I could. <laughs> okay, I think we should converge forces sometime and do that where. We got Greg hosting the YouTube live of a Tim, Tim losing his mind, Tim losing his mind and <laughs> us inviting people to join us. And there's like 20 people on the call. That'd yeah. be amazingly terrifying. Uh, that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> Holy shit. A yes. bunch of, a bunch of depressed sons fan and self quarantining. Yes. What could go wrong? I feel like perceivably <laughs> this would be a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> on all that right. note all right let's wrap this episode of fanning the flame slash solar panel slash sun's, sun's jam, jam session, session. Oh. yes he got it right uh, thank you uh you can find me on twitter i'm SOSJ paul at dervish of world dave at dave king nba john at darth voita and the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And until next time, thank you for listening and depending on. And at Sun Solar Panel. And at. At Sun's Jam. And then. <laughs> no, and then. No, and then. Until next time, depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, <laughs> good afternoon, or good evening. Paul Peace signs don't work. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>